Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDIC. Hello, Kathy. Hi, Dave. Do you know what time it is? It's, what it's Game of Thrones time. <laughs> we have waited all day to watch this uh, because we got up early the last three mornings. Yes, um, and we did not do that today. Well, we tried. We set the alarm and you sort of woke up and were like, nope, not today. I said, forget about it. I'm on my turn to leave. I'm not getting yeah. up at six o'clock. <laughs> <laughs> Fine. Overruled. Yes. Um, I, however, had to go to work and had an awful day because uh, the Waterloo station in London is a complete mess for the next three weeks. And um, yeah, took, I was basically on a train for about three and a half or four hours. I contemplated because I was getting home so late to watching it on the train. Um, but I'm glad you didn't do that. I'm glad I didn't. Cause and that, I have it's um, not, it's not, it wouldn't be a way to do it. And also, apparently this episode's very good. I've heard it's very good. And I am a really good wife because I actually started watching it given that I was at home I started watching it and I watched two scenes and then I felt ah, I felt guilty for watching good? it without you yeah they, they were just set up they weren't particularly interesting scenes um, and then I felt bad for watching it without you so I waited okay we're gonna stay in tonight because it's quite late and I don't fancy walking around in the dark <laughs> no yeah <laughs> so anyway bye okay bye It was amazing. I'm so glad you didn't watch it on your phone. Every, yeah. Oh, thank God. Yeah. That would have been terrible. That would have been horrific. That was so, so good. Um, Like every scene, there wasn't a dud scene in that whole thing. That no. Was and I went into it. Tight. I went into it thinking if we don't get White Walkers or if we don't get something wintry at this point, I'm pissed off because they've been the, the promises of the season and neither have been delivered. We got me there and it didn't matter because it was awesome. Well, you got a little um, sort of uh, sketch cave drawing. Yeah, a cave drawing. But like all the, all <laughs> yeah. the artwork for this season is a White Walker in winter and so far we haven't seen it. But anyway, I'm not complaining because honestly, this is the best reunion special I've ever watched. Reunion special? <laughs> yeah, yeah. It's literally like one of those episodes so of Real Housewives where they all re- reunite. Yeah, and, and as much ag. Yeah, and the so pace was just... I mean, this is like a normal season of Game of Thrones, what's just happened in this episode. I love this new pacey Game of Thrones, yeah. where it's like, okay, everyone's together, let's get on with this. Uh, dragons. Let's just do this. fire. Who can we reunite next? Who's left to meet each other? Um, okay, so, so much happened, and we're going to start with the kind of most low-key plot, so we can quickly discuss it before we move on to the more exciting ones. Winterfell and Winterfell. the Starks. Shenanigans. So firstly, we had that scene with... Um, Bran and Littlefinger both trying to sort of out-creep each other. Yeah. Uh, who could be the creepiest creep? I'm not really so into either of them. So Littlefinger was all like, uh, here's a dagger the, that uh, somebody tried to kill you with. Would you like it? And have I mentioned I fancy your mother? <laughs> <laughs> if, uh, speaking of daggers, your mother got killed by one. And I loved oh, her. Oh, what I would have done if I'd been there. Um, and also, <laughs> we have to say, we had phenomenal feedback on our Twitter this week about how much people hate Bran. 
Like yes. it's universal. Thank you to everyone who voted in the poll for their least favorite um, character. Bran won by yeah. uh, by one percent. It was thirty seven percent of you voted for Bran. Um, of course, it was rigged. All the choices were Bran. Yeah. But thank you for voting nonetheless. Um, it was quite cool though when Bran said to Littlefinger, "Chaos is a ladder," and then it was sort of a knowing look. And we both kind of went, turned and went to each other and went, well, obviously he said that at some stage, but we didn't remember. And, and yes, we had to look it up. And there's a million articles explaining it. So apparently Littlefinger said that to Varys uh, back when they were both serving Joffrey in season three. There was a whole, uh, there was a whole spiel he wrote. You, are you going to read us the whole spiel? Lucky for you, <laughs> I am. Uh, so he said, this is back in season three. Is this really long? Cause I'm going to try it in um, Aidan Gillen's sort of uh, bad Irish accent. Okay. It's weird that he can't do one because he is Irish. Um, Chaos isn't a pit. Chaos is a ladder. Many who try to climb it fail and never get to try again. The fall breaks them and some are given a chance to climb. They refuse. They cling to the realm or the gods of love. Illusions. Okay, you can stop. Only the ladder is real. The climb okay, so is all there is. <laughs> first of all, this is a Miley Cyrus song, which is called The Climb. Oh, and second it? of all... Um, oh, am I reading the wrong thing? Second of all, please stop that. Um, Only the ladder is real. Um, okay, then he leaves um, while Bran says, I'm not Lord Stark, go fuck yourself, basically. And then <laughs> I, we appeared to witness the invention of the wheelchair. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> He's like... What's her name comes in And uh, Bran says I don't need you anymore Bye What's, what's her name I, I forget don't know her name. name Anyway she's like uh, She's hey, like what's My that? brother sacrificed <laughs> himself for you um, Yeah I'm glad that she finally called Somebody called Bran On being a dickhead And getting everyone killed And he was just like Please leave He was like <laughs> I like that he was like um, He said I'm not Bran anymore I'm not Bran anymore Even Bran doesn't want to be Bran anymore yeah. <laughs> Like nobody wants to be Bran Anyway we need to get through this Because that's the least interesting scene Of the whole show Aria, we see her on this beautiful mountaintop looking at Winterfell with this beautiful music. Oh, the music was lovely throughout all this scene. Yeah. Um, and then really, she, really she nice. shows up the gates and says, oh, I'm Arya Stark. And they say, they literally say, this isn't just me. Fuck off. I loved that scene. <laughs> that because really that's exactly fun. what would happen. Yeah. Like, as if, like, nobody would recognize her. Nobody, <laughs> nobody would let her in because she seems like a mad woman. I thought it was just brilliant. And I love how she treated it with such logic. Um, it was just excellent but we, did you think that like okay we know she's about to meet Sansa which I've been personally waiting for for a long time and because they put it in because so, so much other stuff happened in this episode I I, um, I felt like it was anticlimactic and I, I wasn't particularly moved by the meeting now they deliberately did no music when they met I think because they were trying not to be sentimental I thought it was nice it was nice but it was like it was is this what we've waited seven seasons for no but it was sweet and I liked how they both acknowledged the journeys they've been on and it was a bit awkward which I guess it would be and then they both Ari said I have a list of people I kill and they both laughed like in Sansa's like, oh lols and it's like no and the next scene she's like oh you do have a list um, um, and they said our stories aren't over yet and they hugged well that was a lovely line yeah but this is really well written I thought it was well written and well acted but I just for me I wanted more and because it was because this is probably the downside of the pace of this season I felt like this wasn't given as much breathing room as it should have been and then Sansa says I thought it was a nice scene Bran's here too and Arya looks really excited and Sansa's like oh honey no oh no he's a weirdo now he's he's the three-eyed raven now he doesn't uh, doesn't and the next scene is Bran just hanging around in a tree because that's what he does now (laughs) 
And what does he do? He just he says, here's like, a dagger. I saw you at the crossroads. I thought you were going to King's Landing, uh, but you came here like a brand. Oh, and here's brand. a dagger made of dragon glass and Arya's like, thanks. That's yes, so it. now this is interesting. So now Arya and John have Valyrian steel and John has a mountain of it as well. Um, but so is Valyrian steel equals dragon glass? Are they the same thing? Yeah, no, Valyrian steel is made from dragon glass as oh, far okay. as I know. So yeah, basically Bran is just the biggest disappointment to Arya as well. And then... The next scene is Bran, Sansa and Arya kind of walking around and Brienne and Pod there. And Pod tries to give Brienne a pep talk. He's like, you did really well. Like, Catelyn will be really proud of you. And Brienne's like, no, I didn't. I liked that. Though. And then Little no, Finger... No, I like that. That, uh, that got, got me. That got me a bit choked when he's like, you kept your word. You know, uh, no, what did he say? I forget. But like... I'll, she acknowledges I didn't do anything but she still tried and she contributed she tried and Catelyn Stark got brought up twice in this episode which is interesting and then Littlefinger like a creep is watching and we wonder is he on Arya's list probably oh I'm pretty sure he's definitely on he Arya's list he must be on the list I don't yeah. remember because she's like why is he here oh no he definitely is because that's the last scene in Winterfell is um, Arya versus Brienne which was a brilliant yeah that was fight. amazing very very enjoyable yeah but she looks up at, at um, Littlefinger and gives him the daggers yeah the Valyrian dagger look. I really enjoyed how that fight scene was shot like the camera angles were so cool because Arya is so small and Brienne's so big also Maisie Williams looked like she was doing her yeah, own stunts yeah re- I think she's doing her own stunts she is cool even when she she is kick ass like she was on the ground and she jumped up and how they choreographed and in the end she dropped her needle sword but she just pulled the dagger to Brienne's yeah. throat and Pod's just like oh I've been training for seven years and I could never do this I liked how um, Brienne asks her who trained you and she goes no one which was a slight callback to the entire boring season <laughs> yeah. of, of her with the faceless men going, no one asks for nobody at no time. Arya's had a way more interesting plot this season. But yeah, um, I think that stuff was all really fun and interesting. And then I liked how Sansa was, I just loved how they framed the whole scene because Sansa was watching it. So we were seeing it through Sansa's eyes and we haven't seen Arya fight like that before in a while. I love how, I loved seeing Arya seeing um Sansa through her eyes and uh, and vice versa. Do you know it's yeah. very interesting. Yeah, she's to like, see oh, do I call you Lady Stark now? Yeah, it was, yeah. It was just. But that's what was so good about this reunion. You, it's just a reminder of how much they've they've changed and the journeys they've been on. I thought it was excellent. It was excellent. No, I totally agree. I just think because so much else happened, I feel like it was overshadowed and like it's the moment people have been waiting for. I don't think so. I think this this whole episode was just boom, 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 boom. It was everything was just perfect. Every plot perfect and I guess we'll get to we'll get to this in the next the action the emotion like this is one of the best episodes of Game of Thrones I've ever seen yeah it was amazing and then the next scene we get to with Daenerys and Jon again I had been a little bit underwhelmed by their reunion last last episode so actually this was the scene I was waiting for really with them well hang on firstly can we talk uh, can we give a bit of lip service to uh, Missende and uh, Danny coming down the cliff and she's all like, oh, I really miss Grey Worm. And Danny's like, hey, you bone Grey Worm? Well, she's like, um, what did you do? And she said, many things. Many and Daenerys things. is like, many things, asking the question we were all asking, but wasn't he castrated? Uh? And then, anyway, they get interrupted by John. She was who's doing like, the facial equivalent of, eh? And John uh? was like, hey, come and look at this dragon glass. And she's like, not now, John. But this scene <laughs> with John and Daenerys in the cave... And how their interaction went down is the scene I've been waiting, I had been expect, wanting yeah. between them. Chills. Yeah, like really proper, good. like yeah, because it was a bit, co- it was a bit cold and standoffish when they sort of met in the uh, 
in the throne room last episode but this is them properly hanging out properly the two of them yeah with a bit of wall exposition and so they're talking about you know on the wall we can see that the white walkers banded together with the what were they called children the children of the forest children of the forest and he's of course brings it back to his agenda where he's like look the white walkers were around even then I'd be like John did you draw these yourself because <laughs> this really suits your argument but I just love that she says I will fight for you when you bend to the knee like she's not backing yeah, down she on she wouldn't that. back down and neither would he although he's wavering a little I he think. will because he's saying people I won't think accept he is gonna bend yeah, the knee. people won't accept a southern leader and she's like well they will if you do because also why else have that scene the next scene with Masende, him and Davos, where basically she's just describing what kind of a ruler Danny is. She says, I could basically leave whenever I want. I have complete freedom. I trust her. And then Davos is like, hey, maybe I'll switch And sides. Davos, um, John says, oh, she's got a big heart. And Davos goes, yeah, I've seen you looking at her big heart. <laughs> yeah, so you're finally going to, you're going to get your wish. I was so excited. Up. But then um, John ruins it. John's like, there's no time for that. And then just briefly... <laughs> John has no time for that. He's I do want to touch, um, touch on the scene when Tyrion and Varys show up on the beach and they're like, whoops daisy So we <laughs> yeah. took Casterly Rock. Their look, the look they gave each other yeah. was just gold. And I knew it. I knew this was going to happen after the last two episodes because like, Tyrion has blown it. And she says... Yeah, and she called him out, rightfully so. Like she says, basically, you've lost us Dorne, the island, and the Reach, whatever the Reach is. And then she just turns to John and says, what do you think I should do? And he's like, well, dragons are a symbol of hope. Don't use them to hurt people in the city, which is really good I advice. I thought he'd get great advice. But I reckon John's the one who said to her, go and get the Lannisters and get their gold. Oh, do you think? Oh, yeah, 100%. He's like, what if you did this instead? Um, and okay, then, so then that, that scene kind of ended with... Uh, oh, no, 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 we're missing the reunion. Theon and John. Oh yeah, Theon shows up like out of nowhere. It's like, what do we need this in the plot as well? So at this point, Theon and everyone like there's no time anymore in traveling Game of Thrones. You just show up and you're there, and that's yeah. the end of it. And um, awkward. And John is not happy, and he's like, if you didn't do what you did for Sansa, if you hadn't had a redeemable character arc, I would beat you silly right yeah. now. Yeah, and I do find John quite threatening. But Theon at this point I'm just sick of him Like I just think He adds nothing To any scene He's in He's so dull He's just You're a right. snivelling character His his journey's complete Really wasn't it He's just Like he's ugh. just As soon as It's like a bad soap opera When they've run out of things To happen To a character They just do the same things Again So basically He became a coward again Yeah right? and So he's... he had his Redemptive arc He, he uh, freed Sansa He went back to his sister He's finally doing The right thing And now he's a coward again So it's like Was he relapsing yeah, know. it's just not interesting to me. Like I think the I, I was like He's got disappointed. Nothing interesting left yeah. to do, I would say. I was disappointed to even see him. I felt like that whole scene was completely pointless and only oh, the only interesting part of it was when John said the queen is gone because we were like, "Ooh, where is she gone?" Yeah, where is she gone? But oh, then we yeah. found out where she's gone. All right, so let's talk about all the um all the other Lannisters scenes. So the first um the first scene we got with Jamie and Bronn was them sort of and Bronn is Robson or Jerome I never remember which one he is Robson or Jerome yeah I forget as well one of those <laughs> he's one of those and they're just transporting money and Bronn's not happy he's like you promised me a castle and um, Jamie's like be happy with your bag of gold <laughs> yeah I love which is the, this is the opening scene of the episode also first of all um, great to have Bronn back um, yeah I love all, him because Bronn is amazing and Bronn was one of the best characters in this episode yeah he's very enjoyable um so yeah, that was the opening scene. So we established, you know, all's going well for the Lannisters. They got loads of money, yada yada. Then really, this is the only scene Cersei's in. Now I know she had a great episode last time, but I was a bit disappointed. This is all she did this one. But I do enjoy how she always has wine. 
So she's meeting with the banker and she's just <laughs> yeah. like sipping on her wine. Imagine if you brought a bottle of wine into the bank when you're going in for, for our mortgage meeting. Yeah. Like and he's going, oh, you've got, um, you know, this venture and that venture. And she's like, no, my only venture is reestablishing control of this continent and everyone on it. <laughs> she's a very yeah. lofty goal. That's what we said to, to our mortgages. Yeah. <laughs> and then they just look at this fabulous floor map and he says, you know, no one's ever paid money back this yeah. quickly. Or the will they? Finished. Yeah, because it's all burnt and shit. Oh. Um, so then we cut to the um, no more money. The Lannisters again. I can't wait. Sorry, I can't wait to see her face. I cannot wait for the wrath of Cersei. <laughs> so Jamie and um, Bronn and Sam's dad. And Sam's dad's like, these guys are straggling. Let's flog them. <laughs> Jamie's like, no, I don't. He's like, think. what if we just ask nicely first? And maybe then flog them? And there was a bit of humour here when he calls the guy Rickon again. Because I think he's confusing him with the Stark's name. And then he says, no, it's Dickon. And Bronn starts laughing, which was like quite fun. <laughs> and then Jamie's so dismissive because he says, um, oh, Elena sided with that Targaryen girl. Like he's like, oh, she's a girl. She's a nobody. It's like, well, Jamie. And then seconds later, she comes so right start, We start hearing this thunderous noise, which we were saying sounds like Jurassic Park. And we were confused because we were like, if it's if it's her on the dragons, what's the foot noise? Yeah, because we'd figured out it was her and the dragon. Yeah, because like, you know obvious. we're not idiots. But like, yeah, where was the where was the thudding coming? from? And I loved the, the battle cry of spears and shields, spears and shields. That was That's really cool. Great. And then you're like get going, oh my god, this is going to be one of those. And this is what I'd seen on Twitter. I hadn't seen spoilers, but I'd seen people being like, oh my god, that was an amazing battle and something about dragons. Um, and then we see all the dull tracky just coming standing on their horses just before this like you were saying sword and shield that tension the build up to what was coming around that was that was really good I'm so glad you didn't watch this on your phone oh god yeah thank god Um, the yeah the Dalthraki were amazing first they were so terrifying coming over that hill on the horses and they stand on their horses I know they were so cool this whole battle scene like just when you think they can't really you know how are they going to top uh, Hard Home and Battle of the Bastards and all these things? It's like that was an incredible. That was straight out of Lord of the Rings. I thought this was on par visually with Battle of the Bastards, though it didn't have the same resonance as Battle of the Bastards because that was John versus Ramsay, who's so evil. Yeah, and that was that one was it. But that's what I like about this show because the battles all feel very distinct. Yeah, it's not just like. Um, dudes on the ground uh, fighting and just loads of shots like it's very easy to just get repetitive but they never do no. this one felt entirely different um, and it was so clever the- of her because she sent this is what I think I think she sent the dull tracky is that how you say they sent them in first so that the Lannisters would hear them and they would all get in formation behind shields so they were all right next to each other yeah. and then she comes in and just blows them out of it with the dragon but whereas if they'd all been scattered it wouldn't have been so what, effective what was so well about how this was edited together and shot um, was that there was a real sense of geography so did you notice um, the dragon like initially um, fired a, uh, like a line of fire down, yeah, that down was through so the main cool. and that was a path that the Dothraki followed through to break amazing. their ranks and that was there that line of fire you, they kept panning to it in the overhead shots and it made very clear sort of where everyone was positioned like how much money did they spend on that and this is the best I've ever seen the dragons look because they often can look very CGI yes. in this like you can tell like they are spending because I guess it's less episodes now so there's which would mean more money because the same amount of money presumably yeah you're right right but yeah. put so so I mean, this was spectacular. And you know, in terms of um, character stuff, what I loved, I loved how brave Jamie was. Because Bronn is like, let's get out of here. And brave Jamie's like, no. Stupid. Yeah, but he's 
that's what they has always been at the core of Jamie's character and I felt like on reflection this season Jamie's become a bit of a background character he's very much just the yeah, right hand of his sister and like that's it and I I was reminded of what a good warrior he was in this episode in that he wouldn't leave his men and I, I do admire that about him he's a good commander in Night of the Realm but uh, but it was interesting well there's another slight reunion we kind of had a Tyrion and Jaime reunion I Tyrion's know Tyrion's kind of watching, watching from the corners and he's like don't don't do it like because it was a bad move whatever it was a it was a I think I, I'm talking about uh, Jamie just going for her with the spear yeah um I think it was a bad move, but I think even but it was very knew, admirable. Is that, it's but, his sister's greatest foe, I guess. But I guess he saw an opportunity, and everyone everything was lost. But um, and I think he thought because the dragon, he doesn't know quite know the power of the dragon, and I think be, they thought that their their machine had killed him. You know, I don't think he realized the dragon could still breathe maybe. fire. Maybe, um, but I think it was a little bit of a cop out. Somebody just was it Bran or who, who we don't we don't quite know who just shouldered him out of the way at the last second I'm sure it was Dickon who had previously saved him total, a minute earlier total cop out it was really cool when the Dultraki and Bronn were charging at each other and the Dultraki guy just chopped Bronn's horse's leg off yeah like that is badass and Bron- when it- there's an amazing moment in this in this battle where it's, it was all one shot uh, following Bronn in the thick of it that was amazing chaos and everything. that was like Battle of the Bastards because that was the hand to hand like trench stuff so so good and everyone was aflame I found that really distressing like people everything burning alive fire. And then you notice it was just all one shot for ages. And you saw people trying to trying to run into the 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 lake. Uh, yeah, it was horrible. It was. it was horrible. It was really violent, and I, the single shot was really cool. And then I just thought, you know what? I really admired Bronn for getting in, getting out that weapon. Now he aims at Daenerys and misses, and this is where Daenerys is stupid because she sees that. It and went right by keeps, her head. Yeah, but... she keeps going for it, and she didn't need to at this point because. They they had essentially obliterated the Lannister army and the Dultraki were there to to finish it finish the job. She didn't need to stay. Yeah, it was it was quite arrogant. So I think that was really arrogant of her. Um, Plus, also she was going in a completely straight line towards it. Yeah, like she wasn't being. She gave him an easy shot. Now, still to to Bronn's credit, amazing shot. Like that can't be. Yeah, Bronn was amazing. Um, And um, Bronn better get his castle after this. (laughs) (laughs) But do so then at the end, Jamie kind of runs for her, and then somebody, um, Hail Mary, rescues him while Tyrion's looking on, which I liked because Tyrion and Jamie, you know, in a weird way, do like each other. And at the end of the last episode, the end of the last episode, Jamie found out that Tyrion had nothing to do with Joffrey's death, and you like to think that if they met now, they would kind of embrace I th- no I think Tyrion knew all along that uh, no Jamie knew all along that Tyrion had nothing to do with Joffrey's death really? he helped him escape don't forget Joffrey was still his son if he'd actually believed that Tyrion had done it he probably wouldn't have helped him I escape yes but now there's no like, suspicion you know but when he when he was knocked in the water right before he was knocked in and then um, and we thought she was going to breathe fire on him I actually thought you know what this is a fitting end for Jamie because Yes. There's nothing left for him to offer the show. Same. I th- I think he should have died. But I then. think he did die. It kind of looked like he was dying. But then why bother? Why not just have him burn alive in that moment? Why bother have him? Ooh, last minute rescue. Then he's in the water. And question mark. It credits. was a beautiful like, why shot. Why do that if you're not going to bring him back? That's Visually, it was stunning. The ending of him going through the water. Oh yeah, faultless. But from a story point of view. You're only going to do that if you're going to bring him back. Yes, but remember, this happened with Stannis. We never saw him die. I'm convinced Stannis is still alive tied to that tree. <laughs> like, Stannis is when dead. When they didn't show us Stannis dying, though, I, I know, was... know, but like, this is the problem when they don't show you the but death. But that's what I mean. So I don't I don't necessarily... In another show, for sure, I would be like, he's not dead. But he was really deep in the water. 
and it just suddenly it just feels right that he would die now I don't see at, at any point where he's what he's left adding to I it. agree from other a, than I love the from actor from a story point of view I yeah. think uh, he should be dead but I would be sad to, to see Jamie go yeah at this point I'd be sad to see any of these characters go I know everyone was just knocking it out of the park this episode I just cannot and wait to see the humour was just there the was, was great really moments. good I just can't wait to see Cersei in the next episode I cannot wait to see like her she's face. now lost all her gold potentially her brother and lover and her army and it was interesting Tyrion looked sad watching the army because I guess they are his, his people army. yeah it's their people but then it's like Tyrion you've been plotting their de- you know their downfall it was interesting to see just how useless they were against the Dothraki like these are real real warriors who just fight differently it's nothing to be fair though the Dothraki had um, dragons on their side I know but even then I reckon the Dothraki would have slaughtered them I don't know because they looked evenly enough matched on numbers I think the dragons waited anyway it was just so cool to see such a variety in uh, in warriors yeah right? that was amazing like the, the old armour sword, swords and shields and then you've got the leather and the sandals and the it was incredible like oh so so, so fun oh my God. so we've only three more episodes left yes uh, let's I wrap. need to be careful this stuff's going to start inducing labour like this is intense <laughs> I mean surely in a normal Game of Thrones this would have been the penultimate episode and we'd have had a nice quiet finale yeah. now this is only four out of seven and I don't think they're going to slow down the pace next season next episode no no I, I just cannot wait no but I love this it's become Cersei versus Daenerys and I'm loving it yeah I'm because at this point like forth. we know John's going to kneel to Daenerys probably yeah. yeah yeah I think that's where they're going um, and I really like the insinuation that John fancies her I'm into that yeah I know you are you've Who? said it every episode do we think the... Cersei's going to hook up with great what's his name the evil uncle uh, if 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 so only if Jamie for says, her own ends yeah yeah um but yeah anyway highly exciting but we should get off All right, now let's wrap it up close to bedtime um my god let us know what you thought of that we've already had some people tweeting us today yeah it's been saying, really can't fun wait, can't wait until <laughs> till you watch um so tweet us at the cinemile we're also on facebook and instagram just search the cinemile um and email us you can always email us the cinemile at gmail.com Calm. we've been getting loads of emails lately so thank you so yeah really fun. we love there. getting emails and then the other thing is if you haven't already done so please subscribe to us on iTunes and leave us a review iTunes or any other podcast app we're also on the Acast network so mm-hmm. whatever whatever you use to listen to your podcast please subscribe to us and leave us a review because yes. it helps okay bye thanks bye I didn't expect it to smell like that men shit themselves when they die didn't they teach you that at fancy lad school? Well, I learnt it when I was five. Hi, my name is Kay Adams, and to be honest, I'm not so good with the ageing process, so I enlisted my old chum, the filter-free Cara McKenzie, to advise. Could you imagine being a porn star? The room would need to be really hot for me to strip (laughs) off. To be honest, she's not much help, but she is rather amusing. And along with some great guests, Joe Brand, Andy Oliver, Anton Dubeck, Ruth Langsford and Craig Revelhorwood, darling, we are learning how to be 60. Listen wherever you get your podcasts.